You never let me have any fun, Nat. You can have all the silent fun you want. Worst parent ever. I'm not your parent. I just need someone to mom me. Well, go somewhere else. Well, folks, this is the Do Weekly Podcast. (laughs) A weekly challenge podcast for small business owners. By small business owners. That's Alex Vasquez. And over there, we got Natalie MacLees. We're your hosts. Whether you like it or not. You probably don't. Which is why you're not listening. And if you are, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. We we appreciate you. We do appreciate our listeners. But not as much as we appreciate the sound of our own voices. Speak for yourself. I've got a beautiful voice, and I just want to let y'all hear it. La! Hey, Matt. Hey, Alex. What's going on? Too much work. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Too much work. I can relate to that. The one thing is, it's spring here in Los Angeles, so the windows are open in case anyone hears the crickets. Yeah. Or the neighbors, or the dogs, or the coyotes. Yeah, we did see coyote in your neighborhood not too long ago. Last time we recorded. Last time we recorded. It was just walking down the street. Yeah, I was like, or I think you said, oh, look, someone, someone's dog. I know, I was like, someone's dog is wandering around. And technically you're not wrong, it's Mother Nature's dog. I guess that is Mother Nature's dog. It was just a coyote. So then I said, don't bite anyone. <laughs> I'm sure the coyote heeded your message, took it to heart. I didn't hear about anybody getting bitten by a coyote. No, that's true. So, anyway, uh, yeah, so we're all busy, we're all stressed. I have had an eventful work week, and it's going to be a whirlwind of stuff, needless (sighs) to say. Me too. And remember, like, about a year ago... When I was super duper busy and I made arrangements to have prepared food delivered to me. So that was one less thing I had to stress about. Yeah. So about (laughs) this week, I was like, who am I kidding? I'm in that space again. (laughs) I need prepared healthy food. So I uh, took my accounts out of pause (laughs) and got lots of healthy proteins and vegetables. Where'd you get it from? From Freshly. Delivered Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But you know who is a sponsor? Pantheon, Pantheon Web, Web Hosting. hosting. <laughs> if you're running a Drupal website or a WordPress website, you should get on the Pantheon because your site will be the bomb. Yeah, really. And you'll be the envy of every person you know. Yeah, everyone's going to be like, whoa, why is your website so fast? And then you're going to say, shut up, you nincompoop. I'm on Pantheon. Vroom, vroom. They're not going to hire us to do their marketing. Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. Well, it, the thing's like a lightning bolt. <laughs> That's why they have a lightning bolt as their logo. That's right. The lightning bolt crashes. Fastest lightning. 
fast as lightning, never striking the same visitor twice. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Pantheon. We're officially so, fired from the marketing department of Pantheon. Yes, we are. So, um, yeah, so we've both had a stressful week trying to find ways to lighten the load. Yep. So we're going to do our final uh, check-in, I guess, on Analog January. Yeah. And we're going to check in on our educational products. Mm -hmm. And then we have a shiny new challenge to do the next in the next week. We certainly do. Are you excited? I'm excited. You ready to get started? I want to get this party started quickly. Okay. Okay. So, Analog January. Analog January is a thing. And we're doing it. We've been doing it the last few weeks. And Five weeks. Yeah. And at the time that you're listening to this, you'll... It's not January. You'll well, notice it's not January. Maybe it is. Maybe it's January of 2021. It could be. Maybe it's January of 2062. Maybe Analog January is a great challenge to do any time of the year. Yeah. Don't be thrown off by the name. Yeah. Being more mindful and kind to yourself... Well, that's in style all year round, not just for one <laughs> month. So. so just a quick reminder, Analog January has five components. You got to read, you gotta read like four books. Connect. With 20 people. Move. At least 15 minutes a day, walk around without your phone. Join. Something, some sort of community thing that meets at least once a week where there are other people who also show up and that you can interact with and never talk to them again. And then what we're talking about tonight is make. So we got to make some stuff. Yeah. Something in the non-technical world, some kind of hands-on hobby or craft um, <clears throat> to enrich your life. So, you have proof of stuff that you've been working on. <laughs> I have proof of one of my uh, hobbies mm -hmm. and no proof of my other hobby, but I have been doing two things for the Make Challenge. So, I've only done one thing for the Make Challenge, which I did not bring proof for, but I've been doing it. Does that mean I win? No, you don't win. Oh, do you have proof of what you've made? I can produce proof of what I've made. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? Uh, I can go first. Okay. So, um, so something that I enjoy doing but I rarely ever do anymore is I like to draw. I like to paint and illustrate. And, um, and you you're know, very good at it. Oh, thank you. Um. So it's something that I just don't do anymore. I don't make time for it. And, you know, I have supplies, but, you know, I kind of put them away. And in preparation for this, uh, I took a cue from the Atomic Habits book by James Clear uh, to prepare for the challenge. And what that means is instead of having my supplies down the garage where they're kind of a pain in the butt to get to, I made it a point over the weekend to get them and put them in a place where they were more readily accessible. Nice. So basically every evening before I went to bed, 
I would sit down and I would start doing some drawings, just like scribbles, sketches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, by the third day, so we'll call it Wednesday. <laughs> um, I took some time. I took some time to uh, to try to do like a like a just a watercolor illustration. I wasn't too happy with how it came out, uh-huh. but I think it's just kind of the process of. Yeah of making, uh, just creating something, seeing it unfold. And it's just such a therapeutic thing. And when I sit down and I notice that I get lost in what I'm drawing, yeah, it's, I, I rarely feel that. I feel it sometimes when I run, sometimes I feel it when I cook, you know, and I'm not like a great cook or anything, but, um, and, I'm going to count it. I'm going to say that's another thing that I've done is, uh, with the exception of tonight, because I did not give myself <laughs> time, but, uh, but I've made it a point to cook for myself, like for, for like the last five days. Uh-huh. So, which I don't always do. And, you know, like nothing crazy, you know, but I, I had tacos for a couple of days and, um, I like, I like having well-made scrambled eggs for breakfast, which I realize this is like a low ceiling, a low barrier, but I think it's not a, you don't have to hit this thing out of the park, right? Like you just have to do something with your hands. You have to make something, whether you're making art or something else or making yourself something neat, like making yourself a solid breakfast. Mm -hmm. Um, Breakfast is my favorite. It's one of my favorite meals of the entire day, of all the meals. You know, so, you can eat breakfast anytime. You know, Cliff from IHOP told me that. And for those of you listening, you may not know who Cliff from, Cliff from IHOP is. And you know what? If that's the case, you got YouTube. Exactly. Thank, <laughs> thank me later. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, that's... So I drew a little bit. And I cooked a little bit. Okay, that's good. I feel like you're judging me. I'm not judging you. You're a very good artist. Well, thank you so much. Talented artist. I accept your compliment. You're welcome. So, Natalie, why don't you tell all of our listeners at home all that you've been doing? Yeah, I'm generally... A, a pretty crafty person. I do a lot of a lot of things with my hands, I guess. And so I've been doing a lot of knitting. Um, I'm working on a blanket for you, actually. It's quite lovely. And I'm trying to do two rows a day on that. And I've finished up blankets for a couple of friends' babies in the past couple months and I'm a, I always have a knitting project at least one knitting project on the needles and then I also on my trip to Hawaii a few weeks back I bought a ukulele and I've been learning to play the ukulele so making music <laughs> strong approval that's oh, great I, I suck at it but you know what <sighs> I can't get any worse at it by practicing. Well, do you enjoy it? How do you feel when you play it? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It sounds terrible, but it's fun. (laughs) I'll get better. 
how do you so it's fun but do you do you get in a flow state too when you do these things like when you're knitting or making other type because uh you actually do create a lot of stuff on a on a fairly regular basis mm-hmm. like you're you're always yeah. working on something and yeah. and i admire that i feel like i'm very one-dimensional in a, in a lot yeah, of ways yeah my friend <clears throat> my friend julie said to me a couple weeks ago she was like well i thought i was a crafty person until i met you <laughs> <laughs> gotta love the dig <clears throat> the passive aggressive dig oh goodness <laughs> Um, oh, I've also been working my way through a cookie recipe book. I'm going to make every recipe in the book this year. There's 59 recipes, so that's more than one a week. And remind me again, what kind of recipes are these? Cookies. Did I eat some tonight? You did. Do I get one more before I leave? You can eat as many as you want. Because, yeah, making all these cookies means I have a lot of cookies to give away. I don't want to eat all these cookies. They're so good. It's a weird combination of flavors, but uh, it's quite potent, and it's very different and strange, just like yours truly. Yes. Poppy seeds, currants, orange zest, <clears throat> cloves, cinnamon, and chocolate. They're weird, but they're pretty good, actually. Hmm. Yeah, so lots of stuff. Lots of stuff making. And I... I'm trying to think where I read this. I guess we should probably look it up for the show notes. But your like general satisfaction with your life and your general happiness in life is directly related to the number of hours you spend in a state of flow every week. The more time you spend, you spend in a state of flow, and it doesn't really matter if you're getting there with crafts or hobbies or if your work does that for you which like I know coding does that for me sometimes or design does that for me sometimes not always because sometimes deadlines are too stressful but like it does it does sometimes that's where you get your sense of self and satisfaction from so it's very important that you make time in your life for activities that put your brain into flow state I improve yeah so, well, that's a weird response. I approve. <laughs> I That is to say, I agree. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I think you and I did a good thing for ourselves. Yeah. I, I, Especially I really in a time when we're not very selfish with our time. We're kind of giving yeah. it, giving it yeah, away to everybody we're else. stretched a little bit thin. Yeah. Um, but I think... You know, if you've been working on an extra long hours, it is really tempting to just be a vegetable and sit on the couch and watch two hours of YouTube videos before you go to sleep. But intentionally choosing to do something else, like intentionally choosing to pick up a book and read it or talk with a friend or pick up my knitting or practice my ukulele instead of doing that, I think... I think that I definitely feel less stressed out now than I would if I were just being a vegetable. Yeah. Like, it's definitely helped. I, yeah. I Like, I mean, I think I'm just going to keep going. And <laughs> I keep going with Analog January indefinitely. 
indefinite analog. Yeah. Indefinite analoguary. No? <laughs> analog I, all the months. Yeah. Analoguary. Yeah. A- Analoguall. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. That's a bad portmanteau. So, um, no, I, I think I think it's a good thing to aspire to because <clears throat> I think that the tenets of Analog January are are solid to, to kind of get us away from really, you know, I guess it depends on your point of view, but I do not think our phones, I, I, I don't, in particular our phones, I, I don't think yeah. those are healthy devices. I hate how much I use it. I hate how I feel like I want to grab for it. You know, it shouldn't be like that. There's such a dependence and yeah. emotional attachment to this device, which is not to say, you know, I'm not saying that phones are bad and evil themselves, you know, but clearly these are made and the apps they use, they are made to distract us. And, you know, what are we distracting ourselves from? Real life. Real life. From the people around you, from hobbies that you could find fulfilling, from books that you could find entertaining yeah. and informative and enriching. Yeah. I mean, there are so many other alternatives. There are. From going and out and being part of a group in the world, from getting <clears throat> exercise and movement and meditation for your mind and your body. Like, there's so many better things you could be doing for yourself. For sure. But it's so easy to get sucked in it to is. whatever your platform of choice is. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's all bad. So I think uh, I think Analog January was a great multi-part challenge. Yeah, definitely. So if you all did it, I would recommend it. If you didn't, highly recommended. Highly recommend. Five stars. You know. <clears throat> Having done all of these, okay, I have to admit, I didn't get through four books. It was three to four books. Did you get three? I got two. Well, that's still pretty good. I mean, that's more than you would have normally read in a month, right? But I I did talk to way more than 20 people. Yeah, I think I did too. And that was actually really nice to be able to catch up with folks, you know, Mm -hmm. via Skype, uh, who I just haven't talked to, and, you know, just kind of getting family to sit down and chat with me. I had a lovely afternoon tea at the Huntington. Yeah? Yeah, with a couple of friends. Oh, I'm jealous. It was fun. Yeah, I need to renew my membership there. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, anyway, so we nailed it. We did. Way to go. Way to go, us. And you know what? Just because the challenge is done doesn't mean we're done. No, like, I'm not just going to veg out for two hours in front of YouTube tonight. Oh, watch. I'm going to do exactly <laughs> that. So we have we have what some of us like to call a new challenge. Well, first we should probably oh. check in on educational products. Oh, I don't want to. I know you don't want to. Uh, you start. Um, so, you know, that thing that happens sometimes when you're like, oh, I'm like 80% done with this thing. And then you realize like, oh, no, I'm not even halfway. That's basically what's happened with me. 
So I am still working on building out my two sample web pages, one that is fully accessible and one that has all kinds of accessibility errors. I've got the list of errors I'm going to purposefully put on the page. And I'm about half done with building that. And then once that's done, I need to make a series of videos walking people through how to test them and showing the difference between the two sites, which I actually don't think that's going to take super duper long because they're going to be pretty short videos, no. just a couple minutes each. Um, and then my book will have to take people to a place where they can access all of that. But I would say the book itself is pretty much done. It was just that I kind of realized people are really going to want to know about their own websites. And it was just too much to try to write it out in text yeah. for people who had never done it before. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be much easier to demo it. So I still have to finish making my page, which I have been working on on a regular basis and uh, make the videos. And you? I'd like to say that I finished it. I'd like to say that I took the challenge, put it in a headlock, twisted its nose, and got the thing done. <laughs> but that would be a lie because I did not work on it this at past all. week at all. Um, I have just been very busy with work, and I've been under a lot of stress mm -hmm. to get something launched. And it got launched, and... There's been some problems with it. Uh, which since, is pretty typical. There which, can be some hiccups which, the first you know, week or two. Hiccups are a thing. And, you know, um, it's tough. So my time has in my sleep schedule has just been off. Like, I was up nearly 24 hours a couple nights ago, which is not good. And I've been trying to play catch-up. Yeah. Uh, just trying to follow up on all the things that need to be done. So there's a lot. Well, take good care of yourself, and your project will be waiting for you when all the hiccups are done. Yeah. So, um, but the the good news is is actually, so one thing I can state is uh, that you know for the SBDC uh, who you know I work with one day a week. They've got a presentation, or they've got me doing a presentation on e-commerce and email marketing. And the email marketing is a big part of the educational product that I'm going to do. Oh, right. Yeah. So I think I can actually uh, leverage some of the work that I've already done right. into yeah. my presentation and mm -hmm. vice versa. So, um, you know, and, and it gives me it gives me some ideas. Uh, that I can kind of repurpose into what I'm already doing too. So yeah. So speaking of repurposing, I applied to speak at WorkCamp Santa Clarita, mm -hmm. walking people through doing accessibility testing of their own website. That should be fun. And you know what? That's the thing. And like, I'll already have all the content. <laughs> now watch. You're gonna find somebody else there who's like, no, I'm a wizard of accessibility, and there can only be one. And they're gonna try to contradict you. Watch. I don't think there's any such thing as a wizard of accessibility, and even if there was, there's no reason there can only be one of them. You've clearly never watched The Highlander. Maybe I'm the witch of accessibility. I do call you the high priestess of JavaScript. <laughs> so, um, 
So with that said, folks, that's kind of it. That's we're we're done. Now we get to do the shiny new challenge that you're so excited about. Oh yes. So do you want to introduce it, or do you want me to? I'll do it. You do it. So you know, when I build websites for clients, the one thing that I always ask them for or recommend that they put on their website that they always go, oh, I don't have any that I like. Can you guess what it is? Oh, um, Pogs. Pogs. You know all those millennials listening have no idea what Pogs are. True. Um, Personalities. Nobody puts their personality on a website. That's not true. Well. In fact, your website <laughs> should be yeah, your personality. All right. But that's a whole other thing. But nobody says I don't have a good one. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> I don't have you a good You know, I it, oh my god, I went on just a just a quick aside. I went on one date where this woman said, you know, the biggest problem I have with myself is my personality. And, and what I was a like, crazy thing to say. Yeah, I was like, wow. I said, I'm not sure if you're joking. She's, she's like, no. Like, and then kind of broke it down. I was like, you're fine. You're great. You're good. Wow. And hmm. But obviously, I did not see her again. So maybe she was right. You know, she knows more about herself than I do. Maybe. So, anyway, so... Um, so get a good personality. That's the challenge. Stop sucking <laughs> at being a personality. That is not the challenge. Oh, wasted. What should you always have on your website, especially if you're a solopreneur oh. or an entrepreneur of a small business? Oh, um, a bio. And but wait, we did that on our about page in episode one, Natalie. What goes with your bio? Um, meta description. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, so that wasn't right. What else goes on your about page or bio? Yeah. Um, your LinkedIn link. Oh, my gosh. Are you, you just trying to drive me crazy? No. Your headshot. Oh, like a picture of you. Like a picture of you. Like a professional, nice photo of you. Which well, should also be on your LinkedIn profile. If you have a personal Twitter account, it should probably be your avatar. Mm-hmm. Well. Well. And every time I build a website for someone, I say, let's put pictures of you on the About page. We should do that. And every client I have says, I don't have any pictures of me that I like. Well... You should tell them, I don't like any of your photos either. <laughs> You're like, I don't I, think that's or you just say, nice. I was, I was just going to tell you that. I was going to tell you the same thing. Uh, so no, that's just that's, downright mean. Yeah. I don't want to get my clients to fire me or I don't want them to have hurt feelings. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. So what do we do? We get professional Photographs done, portraits, headshots, whatever you would like to call them. How many? However many you like. So one? One is probably not enough. You probably want to have at least a couple different changes of clothes because you probably want one in like a business suit and one in something more casual. 
and maybe some different colors and different backgrounds. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, the same photo is not going to work for everything. Um, so you want to have different options and get them done by a professional photographer. Don't take them with your phone. Don't put selfies in your bathroom mirror on your professional website. Oh, those are my favorites, though. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, we're lucky to live in L.A. where there are headshot photographers crawling out of the woodwork everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> crazy, but right? There are there are people who can do very nice portraits or headshots, even in small towns. Yeah. My coordinator does headshots. You might be getting some from her, maybe? I, yes, I think I will be. And, and you need to get some updated ones. I do. And do you think she'll be mad if I don't use her? Why wouldn't you use her? Well, because the other guy that took my other photos is also really good. Maybe you could have them both do them and then pick the best ones. Oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. Okay. Done and done. Like, a head a headshot um, session is normally not super expensive. No, no. And, you know, it, it always depends on the photographer, but you'll get a couple of looks. I mean, it's going to cost more you. than going to the Sears Portrait Studio, but... Does Sears still have a portrait studio? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Sears exists anymore. <laughs> no. I guess not. Man, I really need to stop looking at the internet. Oh, dear. But I have like a whole series of portraits of me growing up at the Sears Portrait Studio. Did you ever date anyone at the Sears Portrait Studio? I was a child. I wasn't dating. So that's a yes? No. Oh. I remember one in particular that was a double exposure with my sister, my middle sister's head floating over me and my youngest sister. <laughs> Who doesn't like... Can we just take a moment to... Like, <laughs> a Sears portrait. Yeah, ju- just like the, the double exposed photos with... Giant floating head over yeah. two of us smaller at the bottom. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and of course we would always have matching outfits. Uh, you know, my mom, when I was very young, she bought us uh, a pair of shirts, and on the front of it, it said son. On hers, it said mom. On the back, we had numbers uh, that represented the year that we were born. Oh. With Vasquez above. <laughs> So it was just like a sports team jersey. Yeah. And it was just really strange and awkward. And that is, uh, did you go to the Sears Portrait Studio with those shirts? Olin Mills. Oh, Olin Mills. We used to do that with Olin Mills, y'all. This is before the days of Instagram. Um, Now, when you did Olin Mills, so I grew up in a very small town. That Olin Mills did not have a permanent studio. So they would come through traveling and set up in like the basement of the hotel. It's not creepy. And you'd go in there. Yeah, right. And you'd go in there and get your photos taken. Mm-hmm. And then they have the little Olin Mills signature in the corner. Hmm. Did you have like a permanent Olin Mills studio? We did. Oh, see. See? 
<laughs> Salem, All Oregon was going on. Portraits were in the basement of the Corian Hotel. In a murder basement. In a murder basement. <laughs> well, I think we have our marching orders. Yep. And then we have nice, up-to-date, flattering, professional photos yep. to put on our websites, to put on our social media accounts, to submit when we're speaking at events. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty lit. It's going to be pretty exciting. I prefer My lit. headshots are probably 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. It's time for both of us to, to get a redo and... Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to get one with my beard, and maybe I'll do one with the mustache again. Cause you're going gonna to take some photos, shave off your beard, and get some more photos? Yes. All right. You can't do it the other way around, so. Watch me. <laughs> I'll just shave off all, I'll shave off the beard first and save the hair. Oh, and then glue it back on. And glue it back on. It'll look totally natural. Yeah, nobody will be suspicious. <sighs> don't hate because you didn't have that idea. Alex, I don't have a beard. Oh, whatever. <sighs> she doesn't have a beard. Anyway, so um, you got your challenge. Get to it. Go do the thing. Report back. Let us know how it went. Or send us your photos. Yeah, we want in like a creepy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't send us those pics. Yeah, no, no inappropriate photos. Yeah, yeah. That's not. That's professional no, only. Yeah, professional. Well, that, that can. LinkedIn appropriate only. You know that does really raise a good idea. Like anyway, we'll we'll talk about that offline. So if people wanted to find us on social media. And we're like, oh, y'all ain't on LinkedIn. Where would they find us? Would they find us on Facebook? No. Would they find us on Plurk? No. Would they find us on Twitter? Yes. Okay. At Do Weekly Podcast. What if they're an Instagramming kind of person? At Do Weekly Podcast on Instagram. If they were searching and wanted to listen to full episodes of our podcast where would they go i mean our amazing podcast our amazing podcast. dweeklypodcast.com for all the show notes past episodes and all the links to subscribe what? anywhere you get podcasts oh yeah what if you use pocket cast you can get do weekly what if you use google play music you can get do weekly what if you listen to spotify Maybe our neighbors didn't want to listen to our podcast. Maybe not. Maybe not. You can listen to Do Weekly on Spotify. So there's a lot of places you can listen to this. And you should do that while you still can. Yeah. I don't think my neighbors will be listening. They will not. So for the Do Weekly podcast... I'm Alex Vasquez. I'm Natalie MacLeese. We're here to remind you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Mm-hmm.